Hi friends, I'm Ben from benribble.com coaching, where we focus on three foundational pillars, leadership, productivity, and organization to ensure that you are successful at work, but more importantly, in life. Now, if you're like me, you have struggled in the past with motivating your team to accomplish the goals that you have set out to buy into the vision of accomplishing what you um, need them to accomplish, right? And so that's why on today's episode, we're going to talk all about some motivational tips and tricks that leaders use to get their team from point A to point B and to do it in a way that really supports the team. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump right into it. Now, as I said, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about motivation and how to motivate your team. And I want to briefly kind of touch on that there's a difference between motivation and manipulation. And we're going to talk about motivation, not manipulation. And the difference between the two really is that motivation is finding a way to support your team through this and and give them the encouragement and um, acknowledgement that they need to really get that intrinsic or internal motivation to accomplish the task that you've set out for them. Whereas manipulation is kind of the opposite. It's um, holding something over their heads or it's um, threatening them and things of that nature to get them to accomplish what you want. We really prefer motivation because motivation we have found is a much much stronger way to um, to you know teach your team or get your team to uh, accomplish the goals that you need them to accomplish. So with that being said, let's set out on our little journey today and check at, out some ways that you can motivate your team to be their best. Number one, the first way is that you can support them emotionally. Be emotionally supportive of your team. And really what that means in the big picture is removing their fear. Removing their fear of failure, especially. Because we all have that inside. And we all um, have, to a certain extent, that, that fear that if we don't do something right, then we're going to get in trouble or we're going to get fired, or whatever it is, make sure that you have a sit down with your team and squash any of those fears and make sure that they understand the importance of failure in growing, right? Failure isn't final. Failure needs to be viewed as a stepping stone uh, or a building block towards understanding or becoming better at what you do and who you are right? Thomas Edison is attributed with saying uh, something along the lines of, I didn't fail 10,000 times to make the light bulb. I just found 10,000 ways not to make the light bulb. Which, let's be honest, when you achieve after failure, that achievement is much sweeter. So make sure that your team understands that. And so, you know, understanding, first of all, that most people are frozen by fear, especially fear of failure, and they would much rather stay in a, in a place of comfort than stepping out. That's why this is so important, because if fear is greater than motivation, then nothing will ever be accomplished, 
right? Let me say that again. When fear is greater than motivation, nothing is going to be accomplished. But let's flip that around. We need to make sure that the motivation or the excitement, the encouragement, whatever it is to achieve the goal is greater than the fear or the possibility of the fear um, that they may face. Because that is where truly great things happen. Okay? Remember that removing fear can be just as effective, if not more effective, than actually adding additional motivators. So for instance, let's say um, you know, you're giving a, a, a monetary bonus or you are um, giving an award or a reward of some nature. That's great, but in reality, removing the fear of failure can actually be a greater motivator than one of these extrinsic motivations. And that, my friends, is the power of intrinsic motivation. All right, so we're going to look at a couple of other ways that we can really um, provide some motivation. And one of them, as simple as it sounds, is provide support to your team. When they need something, be there for them, right? What resources are required for them to be successful? Ask them. They'll tell you. Ask them, what do you need to be successful? Don't ask, do you need anything to be successful? That gives them the ability to say, nah. Ask them, what do you need to be successful? And they're more likely to give you a response, an authentic response, right? So determine what resources are required for success from their perspective, even from your own perspective, and then provide them. Give them to them. My next tip is to follow up regularly with your team. Show that you care about what they're doing and about how they're doing it by following up regularly. Ask questions. Listen to their responses. How's it going? Are you having any struggles? What's going well? What isn't going well? Right? Ask some questions and listen. And asking these questions will help them stay on track. Because keep in mind that it's easy for people to lose motivation, especially if they don't have full buy-in to the goal or to the, to the vision, right? It's easy to get distracted by the world, by the things that are going on, by the tasks, the mundane tasks that we're doing. It's easy to get distracted. So ask your team regularly. That helps keep them on track. And then I want to encourage you to publicly support your team, right? I want you to think for just a moment, those of you who are parents or have been around kids of any kind, there's a difference between praising your child when you're sitting around the dinner table just with the family versus when you are talking to a friend of yours and you're telling them this story about what your child did and how, how proud you are of them you watch your child, you watch the face, and you'll see the huge difference that those two different types of, of support or even acknowledgement bring, right? Obviously, when you publicly support someone, um, you're going to get a much better response from them. And they're going want to want to continue doing what they're doing to get more of that 
right? It's kind of like a little little drug that we need. We, we've we've got to have more of that uh, that positive encouragement and support, right? So the same goes in your leadership role. Make sure that anytime that you can to publicly support your individual team members and your team as a whole. And then don't forget to acknowledge and reward them as well. And rewards, again, don't always have to be monetary. They can just be, um, they could be uh, a certificate even, you know, something simple like that. Now, do they appreciate monetary awards? <laughs> of course they do, but that doesn't have to be the case all the time, right? Acknowledge the progress and effort that your team is making and do it publicly like we just talked about. Acknowledge how hard they've worked and the obstacles that they've overcome. Just give them kudos where kudos are due. Now, a word of advice here. If you've got the opposite happening where you've got a disgruntlement or you have a frustration with a team member or there's some discipline that has to happen, make sure that that's done in private. There's no faster way to discourage a team member than to uh, publicly humiliate them or shame them, right? Do that. Well, don't humiliate and shame them, but if there's discipline that has to happen, make sure you do that in private, okay? Next tip, and this kind of goes into casting a vision and building that vision, but I want you to ask your team for ideas. Ask for their ideas. Ask for their input. It's easier for them to get behind it or really to buy into what's going on if they have contributed, if it's their idea, if they're excited about it, they're going to be more apt to accomplish it, right? So get them excited by giving them the ability to have some input, some buy-in. And using ideas from your team, this is kind of just a byproduct, is going to create a sense of purpose and involvement with your team. And anytime that you have that purpose of that sense of purpose and involvement, um, you really are going to have a more loyal employee or a more loyal team. Okay. And then when it comes to um vision, when it comes to goals, when it comes to tasks even that have to be done, be clear. Be extremely clear. Be very explicit in everything that you're telling them that you want done, how you want it done, um, and so on, right? Because vagueness breeds confusion, and confusion saps enthusiasm. A confused team is going to struggle to be unified, because it could be that one person hears this set of instructions or interprets it as this set of instructions and another hears another altogether. And that confusion is going to sap their enthusiasm and it's going to kill their productivity. And it's really going to hurt the motivation of the team as well. All right. And then next is lead by example. Set a good example. You should be the person that has the most buy-in, the most to lose, the most to win. And you need to show that. Let your actions be louder than your words. Let your actions be louder than your words. Show everyone what is important and why it's important to accomplish it and, and how they can accomplish it, right? 
and when we're talking about all this vision and, 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 you know, getting your goals out there and being explicit and, and so on, it, let's stop for a second and just talk about, you do actually have to create a vision and it doesn't need to be something, it, it, it shouldn't be something, excuse me, that is kind of fly by the seat of your pants. This should be a vision that you have developed well. And what you really need to do as a leader is you need to become a great storyteller so that you can cast this vision to your team so that they fall in love with the vision, so that they are excited about the vision, and so that they can see the benefits of getting to the end, right? Why is it important for them? And keep reminding everyone of the goal of what is to be accomplished by achieving this vision or by following this vision, all right? And then I have one more um, tip for you. And this one's kind of a hard one, but it is important. It's extremely important. And we all deal with it, though we don't want to ever. Friends, it's that you need to deal swiftly with dissenters. We all have that person on our team or have had that person on our team in the past that seems to be very charismatic, but they also tend to use that in a negative way. They tend to use that in a way that it throws your team off from the vision that you have cast, right? And believe me when I say that it only takes that one employee to bring the whole thing crashing down and you don't want that. It's important that you do not underestimate, that you do not underestimate the damage that this one person can do because their dissension can spread like wildfire. It can spread like a virus throughout the, the team that everyone just starts to feel that same way. And it's important that you deal with it swiftly. And a couple of, of, of ways that you may deal with it, for me, I would always start with a heart-to-heart -heart conversation with this person. Find out why they act like this. Find out what's going on. Find out is it something personal that they're dealing with? Is it something, um, you know, in, in relationships within the, the team? What is it that's going on? And then just listen. And then you can explain to them from your heart in a compassionate way that this, is, that this can't happen. Because here's what you're seeing happen as a leader. You're seeing people being thrown off from the vision. It's getting in the way of us accomplishing the goals that we've set out to accomplish right? And if that doesn't seem to help, then maybe it's taking that person off the project, moving them out of the, of the goal there. Or if worse comes to worse, show them the door. Show them the door. You don't want to have to do that, but you know what? Please do not underestimate the damage that this person can do. Don't underestimate it. I hate to be such a downer here, you know, and kind of bring you down on that, but it's it's true and it's important. So you need to hear this. Deal with the dissenters swiftly. All right. So it's important for you to understand too that motivation is not just about adding um, positive momentum or or you know all these different things that we talked about. Oftentimes, it's just as much about removing the obstacles that are in the way of your team achieving their goals. And of course, a dissenter could be one of those 
obstacles, but it could also be that they don't have the supports or the tools or whatever it is that they need to accomplish it. So your goal as a leader or your job as a leader is really to go back on a regular basis and check and see what is it that my team needs to succeed and then get it for them. What is it that they need to succeed and then get it for them? And then remember to encourage the sharing of opinions on your team and you know, let them know that you're open to their feedback or their buy-in or their, their whatever, their, their ideas, really. But also make sure that they understand that it's your job, that once you make a decision, that decision has to stand or they have to be supportive and that you expect cooperation of that decision. All right. So all these ways that you can motivate others it's all great, right? You're thinking, oh my gosh, there's so much here. I'm going to do this all tonight and, and tomorrow I'm going to be a great, great leader. And the fact of the matter is you will be at some point a great, great leader. But keep in mind that it may take time for you to develop these skills and these traits and that's fine. Take the time. But make sure that you are intentionally developing your skills and traits to become a great leader. And to be a great leader, you have to be able to motivate your team, right? So pick one, two, three, however many of these things you want to implement right away and implement them. And then come back in a couple of months and put some more things into, pra into practice. All right. So friends, thank you so much for sticking around to the end of this episode. Um, I have a great giveaway for you. I have a an ebook all about communicating like a great leader. And it's absolutely free for you to download. All you have to do is go to benribble.com slash communicate, or you can check out the link in the description below. And please download that great, great resource and check out the hints, tips, and, and, and things about um, becoming a great communicator because that's going to not only increase your communication skills, but it's going to increase your leadership skills as well. So friends, as always, don't forget to make today a great day. <music>